king is almost as silly looking as Skeletor himself. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. This is good stuff. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And welcome to the morning hood. How are you guys doing? It is Friday. I'm actually all excited for the weekend. I've been killing myself the last couple days with this damn audio problem we've been having. I think I figured it out. I unplugged speakers. I did this. I did that. I was going to throw it out the window, kind of like I want to tr- uh, throw China Dow out the window all the time. Uh, so, it, 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 you know, this one's more important than China Dow. I got to admit, I have to keep this. So I won't be able to be in contact with you guys. Uh, how are you doing, China Dow? Well, it's good to know that you love your computer more than me, so I'm very grateful. It's kind of like my bike, my truck. There's my computer, then there's you. Oh, is that how it goes? I got my priorities right, I think. If you say so, I don't think so. But if you say so, we'll just roll with it. Oh, <laughs> China Dow's getting at me already. I heard that some people were upset with me and my Rockin' with Hollywood show. Yeah, what the hell, man? I thought you were like, okay, you're talking about boobs. Uh, the nylon thing, I ain't worried about that one. I like wearing nylon sometimes, just not all the time. You basically like them when it's uh, cold out, you'll wear them. I do. I actually wear, instead of wearing long underwear under my jeans when I go to work in the wintertime, I will wear nylons. They keep me warmer than long underwear. I don't know why. People thought I'm kind of a freak, and I didn't see myself as a freak. Nylons are sexy. I like how it shows and you know highlights the curves of a body. I don't, but other people think I'm freaky. I don't see anything wrong And I'm not with the it. one who, like, goes after horses and stuff like that, like some women I know on this freaking uh, Discord server. You nasty. I don't know. How am I nasty? You know, they're the ones uh, having a, a dominatrix and a horse on their phone, not me. Nasty. <laughs> Hor- horse. Horse wiener. No, that's gross. You know that's the first thing you look at when you see a horse is you, and you even point it out to me. Oh, look, he's got a big dick. <laughs> I've done that twice. <laughs> Am I lying? No, I noticed. He was walking and it was just there and you, how can you not miss the fifth leg? That's why last night on the Rockin' with Hollywood show, I was talking about how you women... You make us men into sex objects. Well, you men uh, do the same thing. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, 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 You guys overdo it. You guys, uh, come on. I nut in about two minutes, three minutes, okay? I'm done. I nut. You, you go for two hours. Who does that kind of shit? Two hours, and the whole time you are sexualizing men. Uh, yep. <laughs> For two hours, and then I'm then I'm mad because my toy's dead, and I ain't got my backup hasn't arrived. So then I go f- bed sexually frustrated because I still wasn't done. So you're gonna sit here and tell me that women 
do not sexualize men. Oh, I'm not going to lie and say we don't. I mean, I'm all about Magic Mike. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Mm. So the argument gets really old that it's always our fault. It, that's all you think about is sex. That's it. That's all you think. No. I think it's, I personally think it's equal. Equal, my ass. It's equal. It's equal. We think, I mean, okay, in my opinion it is. I mean, I think about it probably more than a guy does. <laughs> Just saying. And I actually was doing medical research on you. On me? Yes, because I don't understand where all this sexual stuff's coming. That's all right. I tried looking it up, too. I still can't figure it out. <laughs> so you actually tried looking it up? Yeah. Because as far as, like, they, they they claim in all these medical articles, I'm, like, not even in my sexual prime. I was already been there, done that. So, I don't... They say it's hormones. And I'm, like, I guess mine are out of whack. <laughs> I should go get that checked. How do I fix that? What would do it? Is there a pill for it? I should go get a check. There's actually... There are hormone replacement pills, so maybe I should go check to get that checked is, out. Is, is that something you want to do is get your hormones back in shape, or do you want to keep up on the sexapades? I, I'm I'm kind of digging the sexapades right now. Give me another year or two. <laughs> maybe when I'm 50. Maybe when you're 50, it's time to... Uh, slow my roll. Slow that roll up, man. Yeah, you're right going to have now. a heart attack. Hey, that's possible. Either that or you're going to give your vibrator a heart attack. I think I give mine a vibrator a heart attack on a daily. <laughs> it probably start. It's starting to die earlier. <laughs> Either that or I'm not letting it charge long enough. So I was talking about <laughs> women's brush yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Me, personally... CEO and founder of the Little Titty Committee. I like the CEO <laughs> and founder of the Little Titty Committee. That would be me. I like being able to use what I can. You used to have monster tits. I did. Oh, my God. They were ginormous. They were monster titties. And I didn't know what to do with them. I'm not one of them guys who are going to slip my pecker in there. And try to get off and nut on somebody's face. You know, that is one thing when it comes to sex. I never understood the... Com I never comprehended the titty fucking thing. I don't... I, I, what I'm do women sorry, get I don't it? want a penis jabbing me in the chin. I just I just don't. What is the concept? I think it. the concept of that is you're supposed to have your mouth open. Yeah, but it's... Your mouth has to be open dude, during that's that. uncomfortable. <laughs> Having your chin to your chest the whole time? No. But there's some people... Who actually like it with no mouth, and they'll just sit there, screw the titties, and blow. And it's like, what do you get out of it? I don't get it. I, I, I don't get that. You're going to blow all over my throat <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> so I always thought that you get enough titty to handle what you're going to do, and that's it. Now, this extra titty stuff, what do you do with the extra titties? They're in the way, aren't I? I think they're in the way. Well, let's just say I did have humongous boobs prior to my surgery. I'm grateful I don't know. <coughs> One thing, bras are cheaper. Bras are cheaper. And you're finally uh, <laughs> taking off the bras at nighttime. You're letting the... Uh, the titties breathe. Letting the girls out. 
Yeah. Letting the girls out. And are, uh, was I right, because you never listened to Hollywood before, that your titties are, their shape is becoming voluptuous. They're, they're coming awesome. I sleep more comfortably without my bra on, I'll tell you that. It gives you a better night's sleep. Yeah. Instead of feeling like I'm bound in. Mm-hmm. Just throw on a baggy shirt. Pa- my, my panties, baggy shirt, and a t-shirt. Uh, like, t-shirt. Yeah, panties, panties. Today, last night, I threw on my, my why did it take, pants. Why did it take you so long to free the titties? Out of habit. Literally years and years and years of always sleeping with my bra on. Right. Even back in, like, high school. Always. But have you noticed that they're forming different now? They're looking different. Yeah, they don't look squished. <laughs> Literally, they don't look squished. They were looking squished before. Yeah. It was like you got you had a pancake going on. Yeah, and it, it was, was like weird. you know somebody just like slapped you in the freaking chest with a pancake uh, or a pan. frying pan. Yeah, it li- they were like, <laughs> yeah, it was no. And was I right in my assumptions? You know, we're gonna get on to our main subject yesterday, uh, today. Was I right about my main upsu- uh, assumptions about men knowing if a woman's taking care of themselves? By the condition of their feet. Because if they can't take care of their feet, in my mind, they can't take care of the cooter. Well, there's only one thing that I found wrong with that is not every you can't see everybody's feet. In the summertime. In the most summertime of the time. most of the time you can. So but it's like the other the rest of the year it's hard to see. And I've caught I've actually caught you looking. Yeah. And you'll comment and say she's nasty. Yeah. Look at those toenails. Ew. <laughs> I never used to paint my toenails, and you know it. And then, like, a few years ago, I just started doing it, and I'm like, oh, they look pretty. But you but you always took care of your feet. Yes. Yeah, always. Mainly because I've stood on them every job I've had, so they're always hurting. Mm-hmm. So the best way to take care of them is legit take care of them. I mean, I put lotion on them on the daily. Like, everything. You cocoa butter it up. Yes, I do. I love my cocoa butter. And you file and all that stuff. Yeah. But other women, you just see them walking around, nails all nasty, all dirty. And it's like, yeah, you know, you don't even need a sniff test for that. I wouldn't even tempt one. Makes me wonder. As a woman, right? You, w- I'm being serious. I'm not trying yeah, to be funny. It makes me not. To, I wouldn't attempt it if I seen that. If they're all like not kept clean. Okay, why wouldn't you? Because people think I'm crazy when I give that advice. Because if they're not going to take care of the out, like the you know their their feet, their hands, their face. I mean, yeah, I go without makeup every once in a blue moon. <laughs> Once in a blue moon. It's scary when you don't. No, it is scary. Uh, you know, it's like if they're not gonna take care of some little things, what makes you think they're gonna take care of a big thing between their legs? <laughs> you don't. Makes what, me wonder. What do you? What do makes you me g- wonder about the the girl that I used to yeah at the it, bar. They do their face, but you know what? But she they don't she, take care of the rest. But she because I couldn't see her feet. And she didn't polish her nails. Her nails were pretty, like, nail-bitten. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe... Cause, and I used to bite my nails, so trust me, I know this. I used to bite my nails. And now, uh, I should have probably, like, listened to my gut instinct when I seen how she really didn't take 
proper care on her outside. I mean, she looked cute. She wore that messy bun thing, and I think that's attractive. The messy bun with girls with long hair. I think that's attractive. Even though some guys are like, mm, they don't even want to bother doing their hair. But the messy bun thing is the in thing right now, and I find it pretty sexy. Mm-hmm. Just saying. If I had long hair, I'd be messy bunning it on a daily what advice would you give women that are into other women? Mm-hmm. Like I say, I don't care what you do behind your, your you know, closed doors. Uh, I don't care if you're a freak or what. But when you're looking for a woman to have fun with, yeah. besides the personality, because we all know that, yeah, everybody wants personality... But you have to have some sexual attraction to them because that's just human nature. Exactly. What point of the woman's body do you suggest they look at to know if they actually take care of themselves or they don't? Uh, I would basically okay. I would basically say their hands and their feet. To be honest with you, and I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, the first thing I look at, I mean, I'm a hairdresser. I always look at a woman's hair. I look at men and women's hair when I see them. And if their hair looks, like, wrong. That could give a good uh, uh, point right there, the hair. The the hair for me is one of the first traits I see on everyone is their hair. I mean, those that are bald, they're lucky if they could pull it off. (laughs) Some people can't pull that off. But the hair is the first thing I notice on people because of being a hairdresser for majority of my life. It's the first thing I see. If I see a girl with long hair and she's got really damaged hair, I'm just not even going to talk to them. I really won't. Now, is that, is that setting off alarm bells that people should know about? What? Well, if they're not if they're not respectful to themselves enough to go get a haircut... And trim those nasty ends off or whatever. I mean, I, that's just what I notice. It's like if I got if I walk up to somebody or like see somebody and I'm like, oh my god, does she or he need a haircut? <laughs> it's not good. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna talk to him. Maybe I'll offer him a haircut. I don't know. <laughs> but that legit is the first thing I notice. And then the next thing I notice on women. And men, I actually, I look uh, at their, their hands. And what can the hands tell you about somebody well, on, on, and how they take care of on themselves? On a woman, if they take care, and you don't have to paint your nails to take care of them. Keep them, you know, clean and, you know, filed. Don't have them all janky. And, and with guys' hands, you can tell how hard of a worker they are. Oh, this is very true with a man. Yeah. You can look at calluses. You can look under the fingernails. And, then, and, the, and, and like how rough. If the if a guy's hands are rough and whatever, that doesn't phase me, because it shows that they're a hard worker. Mm-hmm. And that means that they have a job. <laughs> well, what if what if women have the same thing? Is I think that, it's going to turn depend. off. <coughs> Actually, not really, but women. Usually, like me personally, when I get my manicure and my pedicure done, it makes me feel better about myself, with me, which then in turn makes me project out to other people differently than I would if I didn't do it. Because I've noticed over the past few years that when I never, I didn't get the pedicures, I would do them myself. And it's so much different when somebody else does it than when you do it yourself. It like 100% is. 
Just like uh, making a peanut butter sandwich tastes better when somebody else makes it and you don't make it. I don't know. But I don't know. I never had that problem because I don't make food. I make you make food. Because <laughs> if I saying, make food, I burn the house down. I mean, a, a, as a guy and as a girl, if, like, even something simple like shaving, you know. Me, I'm a facial hair fanatic. So, like, no shave November. I love it for guys. Because Until I'm it comes a, to me, you don't like my beard. You you don't like my I beard. I fixed your beard, so it looks better now. <laughs> oh, it looks better now, but you don't like the beard other than that. I like You it. just like goatees. No, I like it now because your sides are, the sides are smoother and not as bushy. I'm not, I don't, so it looks better. But it's because I look person. at myself like you know what I might as well just have a goatee man the way it's looking right now. But it depends on the person because a lot of people can wear that full beard really good. Mm-hmm. It depends as long as they take care of it. Like people use beard oil and all that kind of stuff, and the beard oil is freaking amazing. That's why you're using it. It makes the beard softer, so then it's not so scratchy if you're going down south. <laughs> on the oh, thighs. so you're looking at it as a cooter thing. Yeah, well, for me, why not? I look at a lot of things that way. So it has to fit your definition of cooter joy well, that's like to I be good. That's like I don't want no man or no woman having janky nails because I don't want them sticking fingers somewhere and I get my shit all scratched up. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Now I understand the logic behind what you look for. See, I come from the angle where it has to smell good. No, you come from the angle, okay, are they going to scratch me up inside while I'm trying to get off? That's what I'm talking about. You women talk about sex more than men do, and you think about it more than men do. I still say it's about equal. Except in my personal situation, because I think about it 24-7. I can make, people can make a comment, even at work, and I start giggling because I, my, my mind goes straight to the gutter. <laughs> it could be the dumbest thing. Now, you work in a position where you deal with the public all the time. Yes. And I was wondering for our audience... I know you broads talk about people as soon as they come in or they come out. Every time they leave. What should our people know <laughs> about how they're time. being judged? Every single time. There's some people that that will say something when they're walking up like they're like, "Oh shit, the 80s are calling." <laughs> like they'll be coming like it'll be a dude with like long hair and it's like, "Wow, 80s are calling." Or a chick with the big hair still. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, so we'll, and then is with, that a turnoff for you, a chick with big hair? I don't care, as long as it's nice looking and not sloppy. You know, if I need to give them pointers, I will. <laughs> so, say if one of my uh, subs came in there and they came to get a beer, what are you and dummies looking at in your head and talking between yourselves? We look at how they're dressed. Like, we make jokes out of all the guys that come in with their pants hanging off their ass. <laughs> and I guarantee you're looking at their nutsack. Well, when they're wearing their pants halfway around their ass, you can't tell if they even have one. But is that something that you guys look at? Is their nutsack? I'm an ass person. I check out their ass. 
So you're not saying that I, you look I, for the bulge? No. Well, you're lying. Depends on what they're wearing. You're lying. If they're wearing baggy ass shit, you can't see nothing anyways. I'm the type of person that when they're walking away, I I tilt to the side and I check out their ass. Guys and girls, by the way. So guys and girls, you <laughs> know what they look at. your ass when you leave the gas station. And you guys probably talk all kinds of shit, too, when they walk out the door. Depends. It depends on the customer. Not every customer. We don't say things about every customer, but there's a lot of them that we do. They'll walk out. The other day, this one girl came in, and she used to drink like hardcore, and she went to rehab. So when she left the other day, me and my lovely pain-in-the-ass boss made a comment on, holy shit, she looks really good. She must actually have been, you know, the rehab must have done well for her because she looked like a totally different person. Like, it's kind of like one of the meth pictures, the before and after, how they look so screwed up, and then when they get clean, they look awesome. Yeah. You like, know, I've seen some bro- you know, beautiful broads before pictures, and then after pictures of meth, they look terrible, then you go back to when they're off. It's like, my God, what are you putting your body through? There has to be some kind of repercussions for, you know, even though you're getting clean and stuff, there has to be something that's going on with your body after putting that much poison in you. Well, it's like, it looks like, because she did 90 days in rehab. So the the before picture, then you got the after picture is what we seen 90 days ago. And then what we seen this during, you know, I think it was like Monday. Uh, Monday when she came in and she just got a tea. And the minute she left, we're like, damn. I'm like, she, then we're both saying how good she looked, how, you know, rehab did wonders for her. Her hair was nice. Her nails were nice. Her makeup was nice, which is not how she used to look. She always used to look like a hot ass mess. But it's like what she did. I mean, hopefully, you know, she sticks with it. But she looked amazing. Well, I want to switch gears here for a second. Yeah. I'm very upset. Usually every show I get upset now. Oh, Lord. All I do is turn on the TV, and I'm upset. Yep. I'm upset. Yep. You brought an article in here. I did. Right before we went on the air. I did, because somebody sent it to me. And I seen it last night, but you brought in a different one. Yeah. If people can't see through what these idiots are doing on the left, the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. we're in trouble. Yeah. The Biden administration. Now, remember, we're American citizens, right? Last time I checked. And we're being put through all these vaccine mandates. Are going to get fired? Which, by the way, a judge froze that federal one just today. Our people has been suffering from this pandemic. Right. Fast forward to when Trump was in office, he put in a freeze on immigration. Right. Guess what they're doing now, people? Guess what they're doing? Can I tell them? Yes, you can. Go for it. Washington, this this is uh, out of the Wall Street Journal. The Biden administration is in talks to offer immigrant families that were separated during the Trump administration around $450,000 a person in compensation. According to the people familiar with the matter, 
as several agencies work to resolve the lawsuits filed on behalf of parents and children who say the government subjected them to lasting psychological trauma. So what so, they want to do is give $450,000 per family member. And it comes out who, by to... by the way, hold on, who, by the way, were committing a crime coming over the border because that's illegal. Thus, the moniker illegal alien. But because they say they have trauma, which, you know, it doesn't mention that, you know, they'll walk 5,000 miles to the border. But they get trauma because they're doing something illegal and they get separated. And, and they get now, caught. <laughs> now, our government wants to give $450,000 per person. Which, according to the U.S. Department of Justice, Homeland Security, and Health and Human Services, the payments could be close to about a million dollars a family. One million dollars per family. Yep. For coming here illegally. Yep. And they get a million dollars. Mm-hmm. While... You and I and everybody else in this country works hard to pay their bills, to make a living, and we get nothing. Yep. What is your thoughts on that, everybody? You guys got to let me know what your thoughts are on this. I think it's a disgrace. I think it's anti-American. I think they're buying votes for generations to come. And we're just sitting here taking it. You know what it is? I think what they do, they throw all this crap out there because they know it's going to overwhelm everybody how stupid they are. And nobody actually does anything. What could you do with $450,000? What could I personally do? Pay off any debt. And how much you want to bet it's not going to be taxed? Pay off any debt that I have. Pay off my daughter's college tuition after six years of college. Uh, get a new car. Our daughter that worked her ass off legally. Yes. To get where she is. Six years worth of college debt. Well... Technically five, cause she got a college, she got a, had a college fund, and my dad paid for her first one and a half years. So, but somebody who comes over illegally is going to get compensated from the government of the United States. I'd be interested in hearing from our Canadians, our Australians, what they think about the actual immigration policies of the United States. I know Canada, it's merit-based. If you don't know what the hell you're doing, you're not getting into that fucking country. Mm. But the United States, because these leftist Marxist pricks love power so bad, they're willing to pay people to come in our country. It's sickening. Well, they're blaming it on, I guess, how there was over 5,500 children separated from their families during all of that. They shouldn't have came here. Then you should have stayed home. We didn't invite you. (laughs) I get real tired of this 
crap where they say, well, they're trying to uh, uh, escape oppression. You know what? Every time you look at one of them caravans, you got a bunch of white leftists. Yeah, I'm going to throw that one out there. You elitist pricks from all these organizations that are funded by George Soros leading that caravan here to the United States. And you know you know what I always wonder? What about those that were immigrants and they came here and did it the legal way? How do you think they feel about it? They went through all the legal legal aspects of it and became citizens of the United States, which from, you know, I guess it's not an easy task, but they did it. Well, you know, my great, you think- my grandma, her mother was a first generation American. Well, how do you think she, they all like came over uh, the right way? I bet they're rolling over in their graves right now because they had to do it the right way. Yeah, they were Italian, and then you have a lot of Irish, a lot of Europeans that came over. But hey, that southern border lets everybody walk through, and here you are putting businesses out of business with all these stupid ass mandates. But when it comes to hey, you got to get a vaccination. Oh well, you're illegal. I ah, don't worry about it. That's how they treat this thing. If people don't understand what they're doing is trying to stack the deck where they get the voters for the future, I do not know what to tell you people. And for those that are leftist Democrats, they're not the same damn party that they were under JFK. When are you going to realize that? They're the, they're the party of Castro. From Cuba. They're the party in North Korea. They're not the party of JFK. $450,000. Think about that. The next time you're having trouble paying bills. Or putting food on the table. Think about that next time and see how you feel when an illegal immigrant can just walk over here and because they were separated under their own fault, they're going to pay it out up to a million dollars per family. Sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs is big time on that one. <laughs> big time. Americans work hard. Well, at least they used to. But that's another thing where the government just is going to pay them. They're going to try to say, oh, you know what? With all this, we got to pay you more. And then, then we wonder why our businesses ain't hiring any. You know, you can't find anybody anymore. Yeah. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, it's true. 100%. Insanity. We're going to go right now to ACDC and Rat. That is our... Uh, Bands of today. We'll be right back.
Hello. 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 Oh, hello, little froggy. Yes, I'm Oh, yeah, we're back right now. Rockin' with Hollywood is on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Don't you guys forget it. Come join and have some fun over there. A subject came to mind while we were talking about the fact the government's going to be giving money out. I think it's crap. Everybody else does. But there's something else that's got me going. What's that? I read a story about this guy going around using Cash App to get money out of people. Mm. Actually taking, I think you've seen this one. Yeah, you showed that to me last night. Tell them what I'm talking about. All right, this guy is basically going on, you name it. Be careful, people. You name it. Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, all these social medias, and posting and making fake accounts pretending to be someone else. Like, basically stealing pictures and stuff from, you know, their thing. And majority of it has been going through, I guess, Snapchat, uh, but a lot has been also on Facebook. Those are the two locations where we seen mm-hmm. from the article, from the, the the thing that, you know, you, you were sent. And uh, making fake profiles to scam money out of people, saying that, hi, and he'll, he'll he put, puts himself out there as females and males. And one of them, one of the instances was he was pretending to be this girl who is a single mother and saying how her power got shut off, how she needed help paying her bills and needed financial assistance from all her friends. So he was hitting up all this girl, these, this girl's friends and everybody thought that it was her and sending all kinds of money to her. But in all actuality, they were going into his Cash App account. Like hundreds and thousands of dollars. And they still haven't caught him. They still have not caught him. Have not. People, you got to watch out on the internet. It is the new black market. The new black market for scams, the whole nine yards. You really got to check who you're, I mean, my opinion is if it's, if it's somebody that you know, that you still got to be careful, but if it's somebody that you know, and you're getting hit up for money, and if you're friends with this person, you need to contact that person directly before you do anything. Like, for example, if somebody made a profile and had my picture on it, dude, you better reach out to me before you do anything. Don't, mm mm-mm. I know what my snap. I I know what my cash app name is, and it ain't gonna ever change. But you need to reach out to your friend personally and message them. Or, in my opinion, I wouldn't even message them if you know them. And if they're messaging you, let's say through Facebook Messenger, 
Hit that call button on Facebook Messenger. Call it. See who answers. You know, it would be very interesting to find. I'm thinking it's uh, money laundering or wire fraud. It has to be a federal thing because it's going over the Internet, crossing state lines. So you would figure that the feds or something would have to get involved with the case. But when you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. being done through this Cash App business, well, and I would think Cash App would have some kind of safety net for these people doing this. Well, I know PayPal has a safety net. I'm not 100% sure on um, Cash App. But I know for a fact that PayPal has uh something that you can well do yeah about paypal can, does paypal yes. does but i'm not sure with cash app but like okay there was one one of the examples in this uh thing that we were reading was so he was claiming that he wanted to go into a business and got somebody to send him fifty thousand dollars because they were going to go into a business together and yeah that obviously never happened so fifty thousand dollars alone you would think that some kind of federal laws were broken i don't know but at the same time who would be stupid enough to send fifty thousand dollars through a cash app that's going to go into business there's (laughs) no contract there's no paperwork there's nothing but you send them fifty thousand dollars. That right there is insanity. You know, I feel for the victim of that. But at the same time, it's like, didn't you use your brain? Didn't you research what you were talking about? Did you research this supposed business adventure? Did did you look it up? Did you double check, fact check, whatever? I mean, you really gotta watch it out there because some of this social media stuff is this social going media out of stuff world. is dangerous. Now I crazy. work on social media and I can tell you the scams upon scams that people try to send to me. Yeah. The number one scam is GoFundMe. Hey, can you uh put this up on the internet? Can you help us out? No, uh uh-uh, not happening. I don't care if it's even from a legit place. I am not promoting anybody's and GoFundMe because that's usually the number one place that uh, there's fraud. And to my understanding, this said gentleman, man, jerk, whatever you want to call him, he has also done the GoFundMe. So the GoFundMe. But he's doing yeah. the GoFundMe and posting about other people's issues. And if, to my understanding, one of the ones that were posted was posing as a female, going through cancer treatments, and was having a hard time affording stuff. And he got a few thousand dollars through that. My God, and I can't believe they haven't caught up with them. The GoFundMe, the stuff I can give you my advice on, is don't follow it. Don't do it. That's the number one thing they try to get myself, Black Dragon, and everybody else to promote is that GoFundMe crap. Don't do it. Unless you 110% know it's legit. And most of the times nowadays, you never know what's legit and what's not. 
there's people losing their whole savings because of this electronic payment stuff through Cash App. Mm -hmm. Senior citizens that don't know technology at all are getting caught up in something like that. That's kind of why I do like PayPal. Is because they do have... They back all their stuff. Their their stuff is all backed. If you get freaking uh, scammed, they're stepping in. They ha- they do do insurance on any payments made through there, so you can get your money back. It may take a little bit, but you can get your money back through PayPal. Because Cash App is really what it, it its name is, cash. Yeah. You're basically... That's a cash deal. Yeah. Because I don't know if your bank can get you your money back, any of that stuff. And I think that's why the black market uses Cash App all the time, because you can't. I mean, I have Cash App. Uh, I've used it maybe, I know with our daughter, she's one of the only ones I send money through Cash App to. Because I know it's her. Mm-hmm. And when I send it to her, we're usually on the phone. You know, when I would send it through Cash App, and she'd be like, yep, just got it. You know, so it's like, I know it's to her, but you need to make sure that it is that person. I've had people send money to Cash App, and I personally will go to, if they're friends on my Facebook or whatever, I will go to their Facebook and send them a message saying, you didn't have to do that, but thank you. You know, I will let them know that I did get it. I always let them know if they send me money. I... The best thing that you can do is if you're in a situation where your stuff has been used is to get back on the internet and spread the word, hey, this isn't me. Yes. What you need to do is if you are feeling like you were one that was scammed, you that they used your information, you need to take screenshots of everything and then put it put it out there on your social media that, hey, this is not me. You know, you need to let everybody know. I mean, there's been numerous times, few years back, where I'd be friends with somebody on Facebook, and then all of a sudden, I'm getting a friend request from the same person with the same name. And it's like, did they make a new profile? And then I won't accept it. And then all of a sudden, like a day or two will go by and be like, you'll see on their their actual Facebook page, if you get a friend request from me, don't accept it. It's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so you got to kind of pay attention and make sure people ain't taking advantage of your, your personal you got social that media. Right, man, because they will. They will take advantage of you. Oh, yeah, they will. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to go to Cards of Humanity right when we get back from ACDC, baby. <laughs>
Wars Against Humanity, get your nastiness ready. Oh yeah, Cards Against Humanity, China Dow, you're center stage right now. Let's see some goofy stuff that you got uh, ahead for us right now. Well, I kind of went, I kind of went not su not super goofy. I stayed away from the sex. Oh yeah, my God, me, that's like different. Me of all people, because because these questions I I really want to know the answers to. From our, our, our lovely people in Discord. Okay, what do you got? I've got, what was your very first concert? My very first concert was Iron Maiden. Rosemont Horizon. Well, Allstate they call it now. But Rosemont Horizon got to see Iron Maiden with Eddie on the stage, man. Iron Maiden puts on the best concerts in the world, if you ask me. Now, see, I was the only girl <laughs> with two brothers. I was not allowed to go to concerts by myself or with friends. So my first concert <laughs> was actually Kenny Rogers. <laughs> I actually took you to see Kenny Rogers over in Grand Park in Chicago. Uh, well, I went to see Kenny Rogers. He, he threw on a damn good concert, man. And, and that was when I was young, and I went with my mom and my dad and my brother. Yeah, I went to see Kenny Rogers. That was my first concert. Yeah. I haven't gone to good concerts until, like, my age now. <laughs> now I go to good ones. Didn't I take you to Brooks and Dunn's at the Rosemont Horizon, or the Allstate Arena? No. That uh, was somebody else, huh? Yeah, that was somebody else. <laughs> You've never personally taken me to a concert except for when we went to, sh to Grant Park. Yeah, but I did buy you concert you tickets. You have bought me concert tickets. You bought them for myself and my daughter. You've gotten free tickets for concerts from uh, back when we had the tattoo shop. Avenge Sevenfold, was it? I went to Avenge Sevenfold and Three Doors Down. Which one did you like the best? Did you like Avenge, Avenge Sevenfold? Sevenfold? Avenged Sevenfold because they actually sounded like them during the concert. Where Three Doors Down, I think they needed some auto tune. <laughs> Their concert was not that good. Wasn't that good? There were more people sitting than standing at that concert. Oh, and you'll that's never pathetic. get anybody sitting at an Avenged Sevenfold concert. Oh, no. Uh, I was going standing. into uh, Discord, we have Metallica for Dark Souled Greg with ZZ Top. Morbic ICP baby, hell yeah! Ellen Jackson in 1992, Katie Bug don't remember. I guess she was dropping acid at the time. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I was just curious because we're always we're always listening to music. We're talking about music. I can see people's facial reactions when songs come on on the Discord in the radio room. So it's like you could tell kind of like what genre, like what kind of music people like. You know, like, you know, so I just was curious. Okay. What's Katie Bug like? Katie's never on video. Oh, uh, okay. She's not on video. She's a sweet girl, though. I will tell you that. She's very but you good. said that you can tell what genre of music. I can't. I'd ever see her face. Okay. Who else do you think? Uh, I, I can tell that uh, Bedlam and uh, Graystar, they, they like the, the rock 
Yeah, they really get into it. I know Graystar can't stand uh, country music. I also know Graystar can't stand the song from Sons of Anarchy that you played last night. <laughs> you know how many requests I got for that song? And the, you he know what? Not, I, what is it? What is it? White Buffalo? Yeah. He did not like that song. I could tell. Do you, not, not yeah, just but when he you commented. get over and dated with that freaking song request, <laughs> it's like I better play it or I'm gonna keep on getting the stupid shit. From and it him. and it's not not because that he commented that thank God this song was over. Or actually, I'm not gonna say how he really worded it, but the facial expressions he was giving when the song came on. Or priceless. By the way, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we have the Independent Riders. We have a representative from ILM Motorcycle Helmets that's going to be coming on the show. That's going to be a fun one. That's going to be real fun. Bry the Biker tonight has my boy uh, Big Smitty on, and Pro Monkey is going to be on that one. Good stuff going on YouTube, man. Bry starting his Friday nights. Uh, I got my Saturdays, then we got our Sundays with the run. Dude, we got a lot of biker entertainment coming uh, together uh, for the YouTube stuff. But we got one more question you just wanted to know. <laughs> what is your favorite food of all time? Gene and Jude's. Pizza. Duh. <laughs> That's all you eat is pizza. <laughs> yeah, because if anybody asks, what are you doing? Eating pizza. You're like a pizza machine. You never stop with the pizza. Hey, guess what I'm having tonight after work? Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm a Chicago hot dog fanatic, a real one. Uh, that's Gina <laughs> like how you put that, or, a real one. Or Nana's. Not the, not something the like, fake crap out here. Not the fake stuff. I hate fake stuff. Uh, Morbick says deer. Deer is pretty good, man, especially deer jerky. You'd probably find a lot of that stuff happening right now with all the cornfields being tore down and, uh, you know, the assholes right in the middle of the frickin' uh, road. Katie Bug says tacos. She loves Taco Bell. Well, if she likes Taco Bell, let me Just, tell you. Uh, you you know, be good friends with our son. <laughs> He loves Taco Bell. Oh, I was going to say, if she likes taco, just have China spread her legs, man. Oh, she likes that up. stuff. Stones, duck. <laughs> he likes duck. You never did make good. I'm, I made duck once, and I will never make it again. Rock and roll. Well, that is the show for today, guys. Hopefully, you see that happen. It has to be something with the shock mounts with the freaking mics. I think it is. It's the shock mounts. It's fine if I stay far away from it. Exactly. But it's the shock mounts. I now figured it out. Thank God with all this crap. Anyway, uh, don't forget, uh, again, tonight, Bry the Biker is going to be having on Pro Monkey and Big Smitty, my boy. Uh, I love Big Smitty, man. He's funny as hell. He knows how to really use that wrestling uh, experience he got making those uh, intros for the videos. Uh, go over to Official Insane Throttle, catch us over on Instagram and stuff, as well as YouTube and Roku, man. Get the Insane Throttle TV app on there and have some fun. Have some fun. Yeah, I got to see myself on our huge TV. It was great. Yeah, I bet you can't wait to uh, see uh, this one go up. Uh, this will probably go up tomorrow. Yeah. You like seeing yourself on the TV. I know. It's cool. <laughs> I'm like, I turned it on. And I'm like, look, I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright guys, well we are Audi. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Rock and roll. Enjoy your Friday. Bye everybody.